Welcome to the Badass Rules podcast with me, Jules. We will be talking all things fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle to help you love the life you live and the badass body you are in. Team, welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have got Laura with me. Laura is a very busy coach, mum of two, nurse, fitness enthusiast, all of these things rolled into one and she manages to do it all. So she's going to give us a wee few tips and hints on how to balance everything today. Laura, how are you? Hi, I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm wonderful. The sun is shining, so I couldn't be happier. Nice. And I've seen you've already been out with your shorts on today. Yes, my shorts are on, the legs are out. I'm like, this might be the last bit of sun we get for a while, and <laughs> most of it. <laughs> it. It's such a Scottish thing, isn't it? I was watching um, a Jamie Genevieve YouTube the other day, and she was saying, oh, it's really sunny outside, but I'm working, and that, I feel really bad. And she went, oh, I need to explain that. She went, all Scottish people think, as soon as it's sunny, you must get outside, because it might be your only opportunity, so don't waste it. Oh, honestly, I thought winter had already started. I was just like, oh, the sun's back, let me out. <laughs> oh, it's going to be an amazing day today. But tell us a little bit about you, who you are, what you do, and the whole picture of what your is your life. So I'm Laura. Um, I'm a mum um, of two boys, uh, five and one and a half. So my hands are completely full. They are very busy, wild children, which keep me active anyway. Um, and I am a nurse. I'm on a slight career break at the moment, but I'm planning to go back in October. Um, and I am also a pre and postnatal coach. And I have just trained to be a hypnobirthing teacher as well. And I'm just finishing up my breastfeeding network volunteer training as well. So, yeah, I'm, I'm juggling it all at the moment, but I'm absolutely loving it. It's a lot. So tell me, how did you get to this point? So where did your fitness journey start? What made you become a coach? What's the story of that? So my fitness journey started, and I think it was about 2016, 2017 with yourself. I still remember walking in to the, the studio at the time and saying, oh, I just, I don't feel comfortable with myself. I was in tears. I was like, I just want to feel good. And at that point, I wasn't a mum. I was just myself and I had such low self-esteem um, and then me and you worked one-to-one and then I went away and came back from a holiday with a little bundle on board so <laughs> I remember coming back in and I was like right I'm going to be a mum and I find that you were so helpful and supportive throughout my pregnancy training and I was very very lucky to have you as a coach um, to keep me right and keep me moving and keep me active um, but I found that a lot of the information round about it was very very negative like I had folk telling me not to eat too much protein don't don't walk too far don't don't lift any weights you can't do that you need to sit down and I think that was only five years ago that information then was so confusing um and as I went on with my training and stuff I've decided that there is something missing for women to feel empowered when pregnant. And I think that's how it started. And then it's just grew little arms and legs for all the different things that I can help support mums and things um, while they're either pregnant or a new mum or got little ones. So yeah, that's where it started. Um, and I'm still on my fitness journey as a kind of postpartum mum. And I'm a year and a half down the line and I'm still trying to work out the best routine and stuff. So it's always changing. Um, yeah. Do you know what I think that's a thing though of... Like new mums, I've heard a lot of them say, and it was actually one of my friends, 
was like saying, oh, I, I need to get out. I need to go out with the baby. And the health visitor was like, where do you want to go? No, it's so <laughs> true. I, don't I just, I feel as if I'm supposed to go out. Go out, no. I think when you have, like, my first born, I, I was attending all the baby classes. I was making sure everybody was in at my house and I was making lunch and all that. And then second time round, I was like, actually need to do that I can sit and focus on myself I, I burnt out quick with, with Harris and um, there was a lot going on at the time because my mum was was terminally ill so I think I thought oh I need to make sure everybody's happy and all that and second time around I felt more myself and thought you know what I'm actually going to chill in my pyjamas you can come around if you want and make a cup of tea for us both kind of thing it, it, it's yeah I think um, you, you learn as you go with motherhood I, I think your instincts always kind of change as you as your kids grow up so what do you think when it comes to, obviously you coach pregnant women and you also coach new mums. So what do you think the biggest struggles they face are in terms of balance and everything? I think guilt is a big thing. I think a lot of mums feel guilty if they go out and leave their baby for a half an hour or 45 minutes or an hour. I know I did. I struggled really, really badly with my first child. I was like, I can't leave him anywhere. Like some, somebody will accidentally given too many cuddles I'd like not that that's that's what would have happened but I had all these images in my head that I couldn't leave them because you'll forget who I am and things like that um I think guilt is a big thing and I also think tiredness and sheer exhaustion I don't think anything ever prepares you for the fatigue that you have when you become a mum like the sleepless nights in the beginning and yeah I think that is the kind of two biggest things and I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to do it all as soon as we hit that six week mark right we should be back at it we should be doing this so I think that's a big struggle as well if we put too much pressure on ourselves in the beginning we're just going to again burn out and not have the energy to do what we need to do or want that is the thing like when you, new mums like new parents talk about tiredness I'm like I do not know how you do it like it is it's just it's a superhero skill as far as I'm concerned. The fact that new parents have got like such sleepless nights, such interrupted sleep, and sleep is such a foundation for absolutely everything. How you think, how you act, your habits, all of that. I mean, it's, for everyone, it's a massive foundation. So that's got to be one of your your biggest challenges. Yeah, definitely. I, I still have sleep deprivation. I'll go in and coach a class on a Wednesday night, and I'm like, oh, I've not slept the night before, and. I'll be saying put your your hands underneath your feet and like saying all the wrong things the wrong way around and we just laugh and joke because it's a wee network that we all know that we're, we're sleep deprived and we know what each other means so yeah I think you just get used to it and a lot of caffeine helps which probably isn't the best thing but a cup of coffee in the morning keeps you going. <laughs> so in terms of balancing priorities what did you learn from your first that you changed with your second? What would be the lessons you learned? I think self-care is a big lesson I've learned from my first to my second and it's still something I'm working on in my own journey but I think I gave everything like 24 hours a day I wouldn't take a break I felt that I seen that as being a failure if I took a break Um, and this time around I'm like you know what I'm going to make sure I'm going to go to the gym today or I'm going to make sure I'm going to sit down and do my hair just simple little things to make sure that I felt more myself and take an hour because an hour makes no difference. They're totally oblivious. Um, I think looking after yourself was a big thing that I learned. I was like, you can't give from an empty cup. So where does your fitness journey fit into the, the motherhood journey? So 
I want to stay fit and healthy so I can be an active parent. I am not your stereotypical looking coach or Instagram model or anything like that, but my I'm trying to stay active and be my best healthy self and be strong so I can be that mum that runs with them at the park or carry them up three flights of stairs when they fell asleep just so I can have a coffee and put them in their bed in peace. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that that's what I'm kind of trying to do and I try and fit it in where I can and fitting it in sometimes is a juggle and sometimes some weeks I win, some weeks I lose, but I've learned not to beat myself up about it and just try and stay as consistent as I can. So how do you manage that in terms of, because I know a lot of people listen will probably like, right, so I've planned a workout for whatever time and then obviously motherhood things just go totally different way and a lot of people, you've said that a couple of times about feeling that feeling of failure Mm-hmm. So how do you get past that when you've got something planned, something crops up or you're just too tired or one of the boys is sick and it knocks your plans out and you think, wait, I'd planned to do this. I didn't get it done. How do you adjust to that or how do you cope with that or what's your strategies? Yeah, so I think my biggest strategy is being accountable to somebody. Like I coach for the badass rules. I coach for yourself. I also have a personal trainer. I think having somebody that you need to show up for out with your normal routine is a big, big thing. Um, if I wake up in the morning and the kids just are not going to let me do a workout online, which happens very regularly, I make sure I schedule it into a point during the day um, or make sure somebody can maybe take the kids for a walk for half an hour or just make sure that I'm prioritising myself. Because I know even though I'm tired or exhausted, if I do a 30 minutes Pilates workout or a 30 minutes strength workout, I will feel more energetic and 10 times better than myself to go and do that. So I think a little bit of self-talk, a little bit of accountability and just being prepared. Like if anything is going to happen and anything is going to change or the kids just aren't wanting to play or they're off sick from nursery, you just work around it. And sometimes I just get them involved in workouts as well. I just, and it's it's good. Like Harris knows the warm up routine. (laughs) He gets a bit bored now, but and they see me trying to do something for myself, but they enjoy doing it as well. And if the worst case scenario, I can't get any workout or anything in, or I'm just exhausted, I go out walking. Walking with them, because that entertains them. They're busy, and I'm still getting my steps in. I'm still doing the cardio. I'm just, and it makes you feel better. There's nothing a walk can't resolve. That's what I always tell myself, no matter how bad a day you're having in the house, or how hyper the kids are. If you go a walk, a walk makes everything all better. And it is just that, like you see, that imperfect action of, okay, maybe the kids join in with you. Maybe they're just not having it in the house. They want to get outside. So mm-hmm. you change your strength class, or your Pilates class that you were going to do. You take it outside, you go for a walk. You're still moving. And that's a huge factor, I think, in that, especially that pregnancy and that postpartum journey of feeling better. It's just getting a wee bit of movement and it doesn't have to be perfect it has to suit you and suit your family and I think that's the thing of just do something just it's adaptable um I've done exercises where I've used Brody as a weight or I've done exercises and I'm doing a, a Pilates plank and Harris is add, adding extra resistance and as long as you're making sure that you're okay and your form's okay and you just you just I've just adapted I don't know how I do it I just I wing it and take whatever hurdle comes and just think of a way to overcome it that you know I think that's probably a really good piece of advice just wing it motherhood's life everything (laughs) I think that's the thing everybody looks at what everyone else is doing on social media and they're like oh 
she's got a perfect gym routine and I'm not even managing to get out my pyjamas today. And it's just, don't compare yourself to the people on Instagram because it's very rarely accurate or true. More people are in their pyjamas than are absolutely nailing a workout routine. And see if you do a workout in your pyjamas. That's a winner. (laughs) Would be my first and I'm sure I'm going to happen have many more in the future so yeah so you trained through both of your pregnancies didn't you yeah I am I trained throughout both pregnancies with Harris and Brody um both of them were very different pregnancies uh with Brody I had to take some time off in the beginning because I had um, a hematoma and was doing some bleeding um but after that resolved itself and I got the all clear I, I went straight back into it I think it, it helped me mentally and physically and helped me prepare for labour and helped me recover quicker after. I do think it has its benefits um, working out during the pregnancies and it helped me stay social as well. I was still coming to classes and stuff with Harris. Um, with Brody it was slightly different. I think it was still kind of covid times. But yeah, it was really, really good to work out throughout. And it does make a difference having people around you and especially people that are on the same journey Everyone will say this all the time, but having people on the same journey as you, surrounding you in a community, makes a massive difference, no matter what the goal is. I think that that's a big thing in the classes that I run at the moment. Like, we come in, we get a workout, but we all have a talk and a moan or a, a laugh and kind of share experiences and stuff. And I think that helps mums as well, having that little bit of community that's out with maybe immediate family and stuff, but like remembering who they are as well. Like, oh, I can go out and have a laugh. And yeah. So it's really important, I think, for mums and, and everyone to just go out and have that bit of kind of bit of chat around about it. And that's actually something probably quite important for new parents is that like our studios were always no kids came to the studio. They didn't sit at the side. They didn't sit in the other room. And one of the main reasons for that was when you come into the studio after having Harris, I wanted you to come in there as Laura and have that time for you and we held space for you. And you weren't Harris's mum then. And it gave you that wee bit of identity back. And do you not think that's something quite important for new parents to not lose themselves in the parenthood journey? A hundred percent. I think losing yourself in the parenthood journey is very, very easy to do. And I think that small little bit of, right, I'm getting out. I can focus on myself. I don't need to worry about anybody climbing up anything. I can just take this 30 minutes and this is just me time. Um, That's a big, big thing. I was originally thinking, right, I'll get mum, mum classes, mum and baby classes and all that. And the more I've done my coaching since January with pre and postnatal women, I found that mums really do need that time just then. And it's such a short period of time and they feel better after it. The, the, the amount of mums that come after and say, I haven't felt like this for a while or I feel amazing. I feel like my before pregnancy self. It's 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 nice to hear. And I'm like, you're still a person. You're an amazing mum and you're allowed to give your all to being a mum, but you're still an amazing person individually. So what would you say to the parents then that are like, I just, I feel so guilty leaving them. I don't want to take time away from them. And I feel like I'm taking something away from them by leaving them for that 45 minutes to go to a class to do something. What I think a lot of parents view it as indulgent, but it's yeah. absolutely it's self-care. It's not indulgence at all. But I think especially mums are very, they just give so much. So how would you encourage somebody to take something back for them? I would think that reminding them you've got a cup to fill. You, you can't 
keep giving and keep giving and keep giving without a little bit of you being there still or you do will burn out um something I learned between my first and second was kids have no concept of time <laughs> I get a little bit upset when you go out but a hundred percent I imagine when you text whoever's watching them or that they'll be like they're absolutely fine they're sitting sleeping or they're sitting playing with their toys they are not necessarily it's just an immediate thing and they're like okay out of sight out of mind I do think that does happen um even if you come and get a workout in for 15-20 minutes and you get that phone call and you have to go you've still done something for yourself and you don't need to feel bad um and it's nice to let them bond with other caregivers as well I think that's a big thing um just like remember that dad maybe wants 30 minutes on his own seeing how good he is and doing whatever he's doing or maybe granny wants to take them a wee walk and have been desperate to do it for a while and you kept putting it off and you think just remember that this 30 minutes gives them time to bond with another caregiver and gives you that little bit of self-care as well that's actually a really good point and I actually don't think a lot of people think of it that way that you're actually by staying with them all the time and not taking that time for yourself you're actually taking an opportunity away from them because it's an opportunity to have like one-on-one time with their other parent or their gran or an aunt or somebody else so actually giving them that wee bit of time away with someone else one-on-one is actually a huge opportunity for them yeah it is and it's giving them that little bit of time to be maybe spoiled or maybe do something that you wouldn't have normally been able to do in that 30 minutes because maybe you'd have other kids or you've got other responsibilities or you'd be working in between or or whatever. It gives them that little bit of a time to bond and have fun and it gives you your time as well. I think we all know dads are a wee bit different when they're left in charge. So it's a wee bit of a different experience being left with <laughs> <Yeah. your> dads. <laughs> <laughs> they love it as well. They, they, they'll be doing dance routines or whatever. Like, honestly, it'll surprise you. And it might be nice for you to see the wee video that they've done together and like, oh, look, this is what we've done. And it might be like that Mission Impossible video that kept going about with the kids with the sweet. Um, I can't even describe it. It's like you try to get the sweet and gets lowered down and the dad's doing it. It's it, They come up with their own big parenting skills and it gives like dads or grands and all that, the little bit of confidence they might need as well. And a little bit of kind of trust and excitement that, oh, do you know what? I, I'm, I'm doing this as well and I'm giving my partner or my, my, my daughter or whatever a bit of time to themselves and I'm helping them as well so it might give it might be good all round for the full family I think that's what I'm trying to say <laughs> yeah I think that's a lot of people think that obviously taking that time away for yourself you're looking after yourself but people don't think about it in the other aspect that also taking that time away you're helping others because other family members want to be involved and they want to help and they want to bond with the kids as well so you're actually yeah. giving the other people that are important to you a huge opportunity and you're giving mm. them something that is something rewarding they, for them. They can do, yes, 100%. Oh, brilliant. So what would be your number one tip for balancing everything? So we know you're doing so much stuff, like you've got loads of coaching stuff, you're a nurse, you're a mum, you've got your own fitness journey. So what would be your number one tip for balancing it all? How do you have it all? I would say, and this is maybe a bizarre tip, that being able to say no and not overloading yourself on a day to and taking things day to day. So take things every day. If you wake up and you're exhausted and you've planned to have a lunch with your friend, get your workout in, do a little bit of work, have baby time. Sometimes we think we can do it all and the night before has been 
terrible or the past few days have been teething or anything be able to say no and say I actually can't do that today I will catch up with you another time or and being able to think well this is me and I need to prioritize what I need to do I can't fit it all in I'll maybe take my little 30 minutes of self-care and then spend the rest of the day in my pajamas I think focusing on small little tips small little small little things to help yourself during each day and plan each day on the day. Don't over plan and say no when you need to, if that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to think how to word it there. I know what I do, um, but yeah. But yeah, so like set boundaries and don't mm-hmm. be afraid to, there's a saying and it's everything you say yes to is a no to something else. So if you think, if I say yes to everything everybody's asking me to do, what am I saying no to? What am I taking the energy away from? Mm-hmm. And sometimes it might be that you need to go and get a catch up with somebody else and it will be your fitness routine that's took a change that day and that's okay. Just incorporate every day different. So as I said, you're doing lots of different things. So the new thing you're doing is hypnobirthing. Yes. Tell me a wee bit about that. Um, So hypnobirthing is helping yourself get into a kind of state of relaxation no matter where you are. So it could be at hospital appointment it can be when you come to the classes with me and mainly the point of it is that you practice it throughout pregnancy so when you come to labor and birth you're feeling more empowered more knowledgeable um, and you've got coping strategies and hypnosis strategies so self-hypnosis um, techniques to help you feel relaxed and what it is is the more relaxed you feel the more the pain and tension cycles kind of broken so when you're feeling relaxed and in that hypnotic kind of when I say hypnosis you're not imagining like a clock and spinny eyes and all that it's like a nice deep relaxation and when you do that you're releasing more oxytocin so and that's helping it's not pain-free but it's helping you manage pain more and the more that releases the more that your body can do natural things in the natural way Oh, excellent. That sounds absolutely amazing. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. Um, it's it's really good for mums and it helps them make choices and decisions based on what they want. It's not going to take all pain away. You can still have different kind of pain management and all that. But what it does do is help you feel in control of your labour. Oh, very positive. So it's all exciting. I'm all about empowering mums and, and women in general. I'm just, I think, I think we need to realise how amazing and strong we really are and capable. That's brilliant. Oh, what a positive note to finish on. So if people want to reach out to you, if they're interested in your pre or postnatal classes or they want to know more about hypnobirthing, where can people find you? So I am on Instagram at this mama moves and it's got a wee underscore at the end and that's where most of my stuff is and this mama moves on Facebook as well. You can give me a message and chat. I love chat. <laughs> I can confirm. Sometimes I can't get my words out like this podcast, but yeah, I do love chat. <laughs> Oh, Laura, thank you so much for coming and chatting to us today. I'm sure lots of new parents will find that very valuable. But if you want to reach out to Laura, you can find her on Instagram at This Mama Moves. Thanks very much. Bye.